We are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Wednesday, June 14th. We are matching. If you're watching on YouTube, which you should be, go watch on YouTube and subscribe. You in blue or gray? It's blue. Is yours gray? Mine's gray. All right. Well, I'm colorblind. Anyways, we. (laughs) What a start. Uh, Sam is sick and I have allergies. We're both like not 100%. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah, Sam. Sam is sick. I have allergies, but Sam wanted to make it clear that his are worse than mine. Just for for, for the view for the listener. Yeah, probably. I'm actually sick, and my body's just <laughs> yeah. not broken. But I I will be sniffling. Uh, I'll try to mute, but I'll, I'll apologies in advance because I, I I know some of the people in the comments don't like that. Uh, but it's not that they can. don't like it; they just have a solution for you. <laughs> What's the solution? I I just have allergies. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I'll mute. I will mute. There we go. Um, but. We do have some – it's technically not Celtics news, but we're going to make it Celtics news because it's kind of Celtics news. Bradley Beal is reportedly going to be traded. He, he His his agent and, and the team are talking if they were to rebuild, and they're supposed to be rebuilding. It seems like Bradley Beal will probably get traded this summer. We will talk about potential destinations, teams that are reportedly interested later in the episode. Right now, we're going to talk about the Bradley Beal Celtics connection, obviously – St. Louis guy, very, very close with Jason Tatum. They grew up childhood friends. The connection is there. He's been heavily linked to the Celtics in the past. Shams, the, t- the tweet about, about Beal, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Shams, Justin, the Washington Wizards, and Bradley Beal will work together to find a trade for the three-time All-Star if the team elects to reset the roster in the near future. Brian Windhorst coming in, however, saying, my fuel from talking to sources is that the Celtics are not necessarily in on trading for Beal. Uh, their intention is to get Jalen Brown done on a contract extension this year. I don't think any conversation that involves Jalen Brown is something the Celtics are super interested in right now, which just warms your heart, right? Like that, that's a great thing. And this is coming from a guy who isn't against the idea of trading Brown. Bradley Beal, just not it. He's just not it. Yeah. Well, nobody got more excited for Bradley Beal to maybe be traded in a circumstance that hasn't happened yet. Andrew Doxey tweeted about this today, and he's not the one that's excited, uh, and was like, this is nothing. Like, this is the most nothing report ever. <laughs> because the report is not that Washington has decided to rebuild. It's that if they do, they will offload Beal, which I would say is step one in the rebuild. Because you have to get stuff back <laughs> for true. Beal that's true. and then tank. So that's step one. But Celtics fans on the timeline today were very excited about this. For whatever reason, uh, you're right. Beal had a really crazy season, I think, the year after COVID, like when they had no fans in the stands, but they were in arenas. And he was averaging like 30 points a game. And people were real mad he didn't make the all-star team or he better get on the all-star team was the narrative. Something stupid like that as his team was like (laughs) negative. And then this year he was like back to earth. Like he had a worse season than Jalen Brown. He shot. I think he shot an actually pretty respectable percentage. Yeah, he was actually better this season. Two years ago, 21-22, he was... 23 points, five rebounds, six and a half assists on 45 30 splits. This year it was 23, four, and five on 51% 36.5 splits. So he He's actually had a good a season. Games. And yeah, he only played in 50 games, actually more than the, the season before. I, I will say Beal's a good player. Like, like I, I don't think the narrative that he's not a winning player is necessarily fair because he hasn't exactly had the best shot in Washington, right? Like, I, I, I think put in the right situation, he can be the leading scorer on a very good team. If like 
it would have to be the exact right spot for that team to also be a championship contender, right? Like you're not like he's not a Jokic, he's not a Tatum, he's he's not a he's not a B, and that's not a knock on Beal. It's just that there, there's very few players who are capable of doing that. But like he's a very good player, he deserves a big return in a trade. But from the perspective of the Celtics, he makes a lot of money. Like, like for, for a he player does, that's he does make a lot of money. For a player that's probably worse right now than Jalen Brown. Not probably. He's objectively worse than Jaylen he's Brown, worse. Right. And, and that, again, that's not a knock on Beal. I'm not saying Beal's a bad player. Beal's probably like a top 20 player. Brown's probably inching top 15. You know what I'm saying? Like that's around where the range is. Beal just got a massive contract extension last summer, I think. And this is what it's looking like. 46-7, year after 50.2, 53.6, 57.1. Yeah, that's cardiac arrest numbers. That's ridiculous. And by the end of it, he's going to be, what, 30, 31, 32, 33? I guess it's not as bad as I thought, but still. That's a lot of money it's for a player horrible. who's, yeah. It's just. I mean, he hasn't made the playoffs since the the half season there where they've made the play yeah. and then if, lost to Celtics and then they beat if you're going next. If you're gonna pay somebody though, pay Jalen over Beal is is the pay point. the guy that's already on your team exactly, and also and you know how it goes. I'm seeing some people saying I saw somebody on Twitter say like just because like Celtics fans want Beal doesn't mean they're saying trade Jalen get them all three. I mean talk talk about how? just the worst possible thing put, for a CBA. Put your chat uh your your trade in the comments <laughs> first right like the trade would have to be something along the lines of like Malcolm Brogdon Robert Williams um. Marcus Smart or whatever, just to get to that side. And right? me and Jack. Yeah, and us. And first of all, you're going to be paying three players like $150 million by the end of that. Not That's not a good way to build a team. Second of all, why the hell would Washington do that? <laughs> like, what, well, For what reason would they have to make yeah, that trade? Washington is not, again, if they are trading Beal, they're not trying to be competitive. Yeah, they're trying to stockpile assets, which is why even though I saw somebody say I forget who the report was from, that the asking price is not as high as many think. I think that's because it might have been Barry Jackson from the Miami, Jesus Christ, Sam, Miami Herald <laughs> that said it. And he was reporting like, yeah, if this is true, then they might be able to get Beal and Lillard, which I don't know if it's going to happen. Uh, like good the luck heat? with all those contracts yeah mm, and uh no way right i don't think so either i mean no. it's the same conversation we're having now essentially it's pretty impossible plus unless you're giving up bam too it's probably not uh, i get i mean contractually you could probably make it work because they have lowry's contract too but realistically i i don't think the, the wizards like in, in that case the wizards would have to accept a deal of like lowry old depot and like a sign and trade for Max Struess with like no picks because they'd have to throw all the picks at, at, at Portland. Like they that yeah. just wouldn't happen. So they have yeah. to do rock, I, paper, scissors for the picks. <laughs> yeah. But that would be back to the Celtics, right? Yeah. The recency bias on Jalen Brown has gotten so bad that there was a rejoice on Twitter because they could bring in Beal to replace him. That's bad. Imagine if and I told you me. three months ago that people would be trying to get Bradley Beal on the Celtics over Jalen Brown. We would have laughed you off the floor. Uh, the majority of the fan base would have laughed you off the floor. Cause again, Beal was not spectacular this season. His percentages were better. And in fairness to him, the scoring was down, but his teammates were a little better. So he had somebody else to play with a bit. They still didn't make the playoffs. Um, but like, really that's, that's how down bad the fan base is on Jalen Brown. Looking at, sorry, I, I, I was looking Barry Jackson did report it. 
the way he framed it was Lillard would have to say he wants to go to Miami and Bradley Beal would also do that. And it would work because Beal has a no trade clause. So he can like yes. determine where he can go. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Back to the Celtics. I got distracted. Um, yeah. Jalen. I mean, they, they are down bad. It, it's, this is it's a awful. really bad look for the fan base too. Agree. I don't like that. Cause Jalen already kind of hates all of us. Well, and, and, and I'll now, put it in this respect. Now everyone's right? like, uh, trade him. If there was a way that made sense for both sides for the Celtics to get Beal with the other two, like, I wouldn't hate it, right? Like, Beal's a good player. I think he's a solid guard. Jalen can play the three. The connection is there. Fine. If, if Beal comes out and says, Washington, I only want to go to Boston, trade me there. That'd be fire. That would be fire. It'd be great. The, 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 the <laughs> that contract would be like... situation. <laughs> It'd be what? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it would be insane. The contract situation. Because then they'd have to take, like, definitely... Pritchard. Yeah. <laughs> and it, would probably be, it would probably be Brogdon, Rob, Gallinari, and something else. Because, like, realistically, excuse me, the Wizards could just say, no, we're not doing it. Like, because if they don't offer at least something good, the Wizards should be like, no, nah, we're keeping them. Screw you guys. Yes. Right? But I wouldn't hate that, right? The contract situation would get iffy and it would probably get very messy with the new CBA. But, like, that's fine. The, it, the, my issue is not I dislike Beal as a player. I think he's fine. My issue is that trading Jalen for him makes no sense. You, you, you're trading a better Agreed. player for a worse player. That's a worse fit. And that would give you another guy at the guard that's never position. played on your team. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If you're going to pay this somebody to play, play the younger guy. Mm-hmm. This isn't completely an if it ain't broke, don't fix it situation because it looked a little bit broke when they lost to Miami. But yeah. at the same time, like it's not a dumpster fire. Those guys seem to like each other. They like to play together. The team seems to like itself. The guys on the team seem to get along from what we know. There were like little rumblings during the conference finals that they hated each other, but then they started winning games again and everyone forgot. Yeah. We're also talking about a four-year age difference. Right, like, like you're 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 gonna be wasting that, unless this is the one asterisk asterisk. I can't say that word. We know this asterisk. <clears throat> Fuck you. Uh, it's <laughs> it's the one. It's okay. I couldn't say I made. Uh, whatever I tried to say earlier. Forget. Yeah. If you could trade Brown and Brogdon or Brown and whatever for Beal and Porzingis, would you? That's and I mean, I'm not saying I would. Is fine. I'm not, not saying great. I would, but that's the only. I think he's really good. It's the only. It's fine. He makes thirty-six thing. million dollars a year. <clears throat> yes, and that's fine. But well, like, he has one more year left. In fairness, he does, and he'd have to accept the player options. And I'm not saying I would do this trade. I I was just thinking like if there was any way I would even consider a Brown for Beal swap. I think it would have to be bigger than that. Does that make sense? Like it, it would have to include that. And realistically, at that point, you could roll out Marcus Smart, Bradley Beal. Jason Tatum, Robert Williams, Christoph Porzingis. Porzingis. Yeah. Yep. Bring Horford off the bench. He kind of give the replacement. Porzingis is actually a good defender. Like he had a really, really good season this past year. Very efficient. He he kind of found a new groove after those weird years in Dallas. Um, he averaged. Was he healthy? 20, 23 points. He played 65 games. That's that's yeah, pretty bad. standard for a he star. He qualifies for the awards. Mm-hmm. He averaged 23, 8.5, 2.7, 50% from the field, 38.5% from three and shot 5.5 threes a game. Like, he's a good player. One, one and a half blocks a night. Like, he, I think he would be one of the better Al Horford replacements uh, in the league. That's fair. 
And I think if Washington calls you up and say, hey, we'll give you Beal and Porzingis for Brown, Brogdon, like Pritchard or whatever at that point, right? You'd have to throw an extra salary. I would at least like take a beat to think about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I would do it, but I would, it would at least like draw an eyes emoji from me. Cause I, I, I really, <laughs> I like using, I think it's just the perfect way to phrase that, but I just like Porzingis's potential fit as a guy who can help Al Horford sort of not take on a large, as large of a load. If that makes sense. No, I agree with that. It, the fit makes sense in terms of yeah. big shoot threes can block shots mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Sure. It makes a lot of money. Definitely is younger than Horford. He could be helpful. Sure. It's not yeah. happening. <laughs> no, it's not happening. That was just, isn't it? <laughs> However, s- excuse me, sticking with Beal. Beal, I don't think will happen unless he like specifically requests to trade the Celtics. That doesn't mean the Celtics can't pick apart the rest of Washington's roster though. I yeah. saw something, <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. I saw something today that was like, who's my emoji. And I don't think that's as realistic because I think he'll probably garner a lot more money than the Celtics can pay him because he'll be a free agent this summer when he declines his player, yes. uh, player option. But Which like he plans to do. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But like, if you are the Celtics, do you look at, okay, Daniel Gafford, right? I saw Bobby put something on Twitter. Like, would you do Brogdon and like whatever assets the Wizards might want to offload pieces Brogdon for like Monte Morris and Daniel Gafford. That way you have a, another guard you who replaces him on the roster. Yep. How, and a big how man. Morris? He's got to be like six one. Monte Morris, I think he's six three, but I think all guards are six three, so maybe wrong. He's six two. I was close. Um, we were in the middle. Good, good bench guard, but then Daniel Gaffer would be the most important thing because that give you some extra big man. No, depth. he gives you big man depth. He mm-hmm. Let's I think that helps. Not have or to even be as responsible. Or even Rob. if you wanted a little bit um more defense, like Delon Wright, even and Daniel Gafford would be another. Like I, I think there are pieces you could pick from the Wizards if they do decide to rebuild that could be worth adding, especially if you're looking to trade Brogdon or Smart or one of these guards, like a, a lesser guard and a big man or something like that and this. Uh, I think that could be useful. Um, it, it all depends on who they want to give up, though, because like a lot of their roster is super young. Like You look at Johnny Davis, uh, Jordan Goodwin, uh, Corey Kispert, Denny Avdia. Like, who are they trading? Are they keeping Kispert? Are they trading Kispert? Kispert's like 24, right? So he he's not super young but he's young enough where you might want to keep him but he's also the type of player that's probably not going to develop into a star he's just kind of a good role player like you keeping him or you let him go same with gafford um it, it I, I think there could be some pieces to pick from washington though if they do decide to go rebuild which i mean they, they probably should yeah as as we throw brogdon's name around we should acknowledge jay king uh who has talked to us before yes yes he wrote about his off-season predictions or what he feels might happen for the Celtics. And he did lead with that. They might trade Brogdon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wrote in the yeah. athletic today. If you have the excerpt, go ahead. I do. Let me pull it up real quick. I have it here. It it's just, I have so many tabs open that it's taking a minute to load. Um, See if I open a bunch of tabs, my computer gets really tired. Mine. <laughs> mine is rough a little bit, but J King dud, <coughs> excuse me, did say, the Celtics will trade Malcolm Brogdon as his first prediction. Uh, he talked about Brogdon embracing a role, six men of the year. He talked about his stats, provided consistent offense, talked about how good he was. The Celtics could still reallocate resources. Outside of Tatum and Jalen, they don't have a ton of perimeter size or length. They could use another big athletic win, even if it comes at the expense of a quality guard. If they move Brogdon, they would still have smart, white, as capable starters, plus 
Pritchard, who is worthy of a rotation spot somewhere. Uh, Brogdon addition seemed like one that would make a difference deep in the playoffs. It could have potentially been paid off if he had stayed healthy, uh, but he ran into an elbow issue. At the same time, the development of White's three-point shot left Brogdon as more of a luxury than a necessity, which I do think makes sense. Celtics would still miss Brogdon, but he should have value around the league after staying healthy through most of a productive season. Either way, I wouldn't be shocked if the Celtics traded Brogdon this offseason. Uh, and they could also do it as a salary dump of sorts. Blah, blah, blah. I, I mean, I've said it a bunch on this podcast. I didn't love the way Brogdon fat, fit with the team, especially in the postseason. But my desire for a Brogdon trade stems more from roster fit rather than me disliking him as a player. I, I, I just think you have so many guards at this point, and especially if you're going to run Jalen or Jason as a primary ball handler a lot of times, which the Celtics have done, there's just really no need for a guy. I saw something, the ringer had like, they had, the, they've had this article. I actually think you saw it. It's like all oh, ranking all the things that are important <clears throat> ranking trade pieces, something like that. They had Brogdon, one of his skills as a, uh, uh, something like switch defender. I'm like, no, I, I don't, I don't really know if I agree with you on that one. Well, um, nobody was going to be more excited about this King excerpt than Jack. <laughs> I saw I just, it today and I immediately thought of him and I said, I'm really going to hate listening to him on the podcast. Cause I'm not really anti Brogdon. I'm, I'm trying to be a little more timid. I'm trying to be a little more tame, with but him. that does lead us to the, you know, fun part of what do you think they could actually get for Brogdon? I wrote about it today on Houdini yeah. and I was trying to like go through and figure out, okay, what team could actually use this guy? Like you could point to Toronto if they really want to try and keep it afloat. doesn't make sense. If Van Fleet leaves, I think you see them really kind of lean into sucking. So I, I kind of X them off. Phoenix makes sense if they want to move on from Chris Paul, bring in Brogdon to be there. He doesn't necessarily need to be the ball handling like guard it. and probably can play off the ball a bit of those guys. The problem yep. is Phoenix. They either pay somebody all the money or they pay somebody no money. So it's kind of <laughs> hard to match salary. And the guys that they pay no money suck. So it's really not worth trading with Phoenix. Then it brings me to yeah. the Clippers, and that was the most interesting one to me, perhaps. I think there was another team that I will get to. Uh, but looking strictly at the Clippers, they do have a need for a guard. Similar situation to Phoenix, where Brogdon doesn't need to have the ball to be good. They have George. They have Leonard when they decide they would like to play. And L.A. is a deep team in some regard. So the guy that sticks out to me is Norm Powell. If you really want to go that route, he's fine. He mm -hmm. makes similar money to Brogdon. He's three more years of him. He's more of a wing. You don't really rely on him to do anything but score. And yep. he might be a bit bigger than Brogdon too. So that can help you out. Essentially, you're trading Brogdon for Brogdon, but you don't expect him to be better than Brogdon anymore. So <laughs> your expectations might be a bit lower. I don't know. And who else did I have? This is so Not bad. Sure. Uh, you want me to pull up your article real quick? Or was yeah, it Hardwood Houdini? Yeah, you can pull up. Let's take a look. I I think all of those teams make sense. What was the first one you said again? I I, I, I said um, Phoenix, which is a no go. Okay. Yep. Clippers. Gotcha. I try to keep it west, and then I was like, maybe uh, this team. Uh, Suns, Clippers, team. Bulls, Bulls is the Bulls. Chicago. Game. Yeah, because of Lonzo. Because they need. Yeah. They they're gonna be paying guys this summer, Jack. You've wrote about this on Bulls Wire. Pat Williams. They're yep, gonna have to do something with Vucevic. Yep. They have Levine there. They have DeMar there. They need somebody to help them try and compete. Chicago is in a situation where they have to try and be good. They don't really own, yeah. to my knowledge, a ton of their own draft picks. So It's protected, some of them. Yeah. It's weird. But mm -hmm. they are paying guys to try and compete. So it makes sense for them to try and do something. 
They want now, to compete too. They want to yeah. compete. I will say the they only issue with Chicago for a while. You couldn't really get much back for him in a trade. Yeah, like Caruso. The, Caruso and Pat Williams is probably the only trade. And at that point, I don't think the Bulls would be interested because that's a lot to get. I don't know if they want to give Pat Williams. Can you take picks <laughs> off him? Mm-hmm. They probably don't want to do that. You could, but it's a it's a salary matching issue at that point because Caruso only right. makes uh, nine mil, so it would get a little tricky. I think the Clippers make sense. I think the Suns are intriguing because, as much as you look at saying don't trade for, team? maybe as much as you say don't trade for Chris Paul, like realistically, it would probably no, solve Chris Paul. I, I, all I'm saying is it would solve your cap issue in the long run, probably because you can just get rid of him after I mean, next guess. season, right? Like it, it's one if season you're the of Celtics, Chris Paul. You versus... can't be worried about the cap right now. <laughs> That's also You're trying fair. to win a I title. <laughs> I also think it could be intriguing if you think Al Horford needs to take on a bench role, like Aiton, maybe it, it hurts your space. It makes too like, much money unless you, you're throwing in other stuff, which you could. You could throw I, in like, I'm Gallinari. saying, like, they need depth, like any Brogdon, depth. Like, it's Brogdon, terrible. Gallinari, Brogdon, Gallinari, and Pritchard for Aiton is like, I would think would work financially. Uh, I'm not saying they should do it, but that's also intriguing. Um, other teams for. Brogdon, I think those are the main ones. Maybe you look at like the Timberwolves. Like you couldn't get much yeah, great I, stuff back, but like they, have Conley, Kyle, they don't really need him. I I, I think would you take Conley, Conley back? I, I don't think they trade Conley. I, I think they need extra guard depth, and he was big for them. I think if you trade him there, it would probably be like a Kyle Anderson Torian Prince. Like you get wing depth and it solves your I tell you what, is I would love if Orlando wanted him. Why? Who do you want? I would want Fultz. Fultz is cool. Dude, I'm in. On I, I don't think I don't think trading Brogdon for a guard is the answer, though. I think the reason I agree, Brogdon it's is kind of a lateral him. move, but it'll be cool but, to have um, Fultz. I think Fultz I think is kind of good. If you threw the right draft picks at them, I still love Ananobi. I don't know why the Raptors would do it, but I love. Ananobi. Yeah, it doesn't make sense though. That's the thing. Maybe a three no teamer. Like, would you do a three teamer? You send Brogdon to like maybe Brogdon and Phoenix. Yeah, Brogdon. Can and Phoenix like, do anything for Toronto though? They could maybe send Aiden. Would Toronto would Toronto want to take a chance on Aiden? If, if I'm Toronto, him? I would go after Aiden if I wanted him. Yeah, so, I, I would say that. So, Ananobi. I mean, the Suns would probably just want Ananobi at that point, though. Realistically, like, <laughs> uh, anyways, we we can move on. That was Jay King's first offseason prediction. The second one: Celtics will not trade Jalen Brown, and I'll just lump the third one in. The Celtics will sign Jalen Brown to a supermax, which extension. is on par with Windy. Yeah, I mean that sounded about right. I. Is there a discussion here? This I this just feels like a done deal at this point. I, I it seems I, like a no brainer. We've all calmed down since like, the playoffs, except for some yeah. people that want Beal for him. Yeah, I, I think this is the most sure I've been since the postseason that Jalen Brown will be back in a Celtics uniform next season. I think it it, it was like a low point right after, and in the days following, and then it slowly gone like okay, no, he's just coming. He's coming. Back Everyone's here. like, what the hell? How'd you lose this team? And then they were watching the finals, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, how did the hell did they lose this team? And now the finals are over. So everyone's they, like, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. They've taken a step. Um, four and five are a bit more intriguing, so we can discuss. J. King's fourth prediction. The Celtics will pursue a starting caliber power forward. Um, the excerpt that's of most interest. What you said. Um, mm-hmm. Even if those guys are unrealistic options, saying, um, what did he say were unrealistic options? Siakam uh, is I the picture. Yep, Siakam and... Uh, Lori Markinen and OG Ananobi. Markinen was one I saw for uh, for Brogdon actually, but I was like, would they even do that? Like, it I don't know sense. why Utah would. I, I think you like Utah could. Maybe Danny wants another ring. It's a handshake <laughs> agreement where he gets a ring if they win. <laughs> I think trading Markinen could make sense for them. Sort of like a Dejounte Murray thing. Like you can make all NBA. He's never. No, LeBron made it over. Remember? Oh, that's right. Well, well deserved. Yep. Yeah. Um, maybe they want Pritchard. 
like and then use Brogdon for a salary matcher and then you trade all your picks for, for marketing like that'd be fine um Siakam and OG, all your picks no it's not fine <laughs> well I know I'm need saying the like picks but like so I'm saying like two or three with the I'm saying like two, because I, that's I meant, not like, you I'm saying, saying like two or three. that that could happen is not a crazy thing it's just yeah. that's why it's scary is because we just watched uh Minnesota trade all the picks for Gobert. I'm talking so. like I'm. That's very different. Let's not compare a marketing trade for, to a Gobert trade. Come on, uh, not 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 even in the sense that like Pritchard, like Markkinen's a lot better than Gobert. It's in the sense that Celtics have a much better infrastructure in place um, than Minnesota. And I meant like two or three picks. Anyways, um, maybe even two. Siakam OG fine. He says realistic ones. Other targets. John Collins, Bojan Bogdanovich, and Cam Johnson could all hit the market for one reason or another, and that's without Cam getting Johnson's the sign trade. Grant. <laughs> sign and trade possibilities like Kyle Kuzma, who is expected to turn down his player option for the 23-24 season. I don't know how realistic Cam Johnson is, nor Kyle Kuzma, because sign and trade would be very difficult for the Celtics under the new CBA. Um, Bogdanovich and Collins, maybe, but at that point, like, what are you doing? Like, I saw something somewhere that the Hawks could look to trade Jontae Murray this summer which is crazy yeah. and so maybe if they do that they get brogdon because he plays better off the ball next to trey i just think dejounte and trey both need the ball to be at their best and they realize that's not going to happen i told you this um, last summer and nobody would believe me <laughs> fair uh you did uh and then bogdanovich is also fine but like what would detroit want like that i don't know like, wait which bogdanovich there? is it because there's two detroit of them. detroit 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 what's the one in uh atlanta. atlanta's name uh bogdan What's the one in Detroit's name? Boyan. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that but should be they're, illegal. They're not related. I know they're not, but still. <laughs> the one the one in Atlanta is just the first six letters of his last name as his first name. I know. Yeah, and then it's I knew Boyan one of them was – their names are so similar. And, of yeah. course, they have the same last name. Yep. Yep. Um, But – I think Collins out of all those options is probably my favorite. I don't think he's amazing, but I do think he'd fit in Boston better than he fits in uh, Atlanta. I don't really love any of those options though. I don't know like how much I'd give up. OG is still like my favorite and I don't think Toronto would do it. I think Bogdanovich is like somewhat exciting. He can give you a scoring punch. He makes 20 mil. Like he's essentially, this is like the type of guy I'm like, the Celtics should go get him if they go get Chris Paul. Because you I essentially guess. bring in like a free Brogdon replacement and then trade Brogdon for wing depth, which I think they need. But at the mm. same time, like how great is he going to be? He's going to be fine. And at the end of the day, I think he pans out just like Brogdon where you're excited yeah. about him. And then you're like, uh, he sucks. Maybe he did have a really good season in Detroit this past season. He averaged 21 and a half, four rebounds and two and a half assists on 49, 41 shooting. Like, yeah, he's very good. good. He shot number one option. Yeah, he shot six threes too, and he made forty-one percent of them. Very good season for Bogdanovich there. Um, I think he'd be a great spacing option. He's kind of just a better version of Gallinari, right? Like I, I think they're oh. very similar, which is fine. Um, I, I agree with the premise that this, <coughs> excuse me, that the Celtics should get a forward. I think they are forward slash center to improve that depth. Uh, and the reason J. King wrote that was because his fifth prediction is that. Grant Williams is going to walk in free agency, which makes kind of sense. Cam Tabatabai tweeted out that Grant's holding a camp in Boston during the first two days of free agency as like an eye emoji. So like maybe he's staying. I would lean if the Celtics trade Brogdon, Grant stays. If the Celtics keep Brogdon, Grant goes. I think that's where I'm at, but I don't know. What do you think? Well, we talked about this before. It feels like all signs point to yes, he'll be back. 
One, and most importantly, they can pay him and pay no one else in free True. agency. Sign and trade. So that's number one. You might as well just do it, and then you can move on from it if you don't want him anymore. Two, you have the camp. Three, you have the weird wrist surgery thing where he's having a surgery before free agency. And, uh, and the Celtics obviously have to give an update because that's still their player for another two weeks. But, like, the preparation and training camp, all of that points to me to being he's back. I, I don't see him just jumping ship. It doesn't make a ton of sense. And it's not like he had this remarkable close to the season where everyone's like, oh, my God, well, he's going to get paid. What's your threshold for match it versus sign and trade? You know what I'm saying? Like where that's it. Yeah, dude. He like sucked. I was, I think 18 is mine. I think 18 is when you can start to consider. He was like a no, a non-factor for the second half of the season. He made, he made some strides in the playoffs where he was putting the game. I think he was ready, but they're playing. I know. Again, that was Joe's fault. We found out tell all from the athletic. Yeah. I'm a great Williams defender, but like, how much of that was Grant being awful versus also just not getting the opportunities. And also <laughs> this is going to sound bad because I'm obviously a Grant Williams fan. I'm not saying it, it had the biggest impact, but when did Grant stop playing and when did the Celtics start sucking? <clears> hey, <throat> I'm just, there's pattern. It's true. It's, there's pattern, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't know. I, I think Grant's very important to this team, especially if, you don't get like an adequate big man replacement. Um, I don't know. I, I think bringing Grant back should be important. And like I said, I think you keep Rogan, probably Grant walks. You don't, and you, you probably keep Grant. Um, I also think there are some teams that are going to offer him a lot of money out there. Um, I think he'll probably get 18 to 20. Um, and you just got to figure it out from there. So anyways, all right, we can wrap up with Jay's, Offseason predictions there uh, and move into my part or Sam reacts. Celtics have the 33rd, excuse me, 35th pick in the 2023 NBA draft. And normally we'd sit back and say, okay, this doesn't matter, but that's only five picks out of the first round. Well, it kind of matters in the new CBA. You need to develop and, and get some cost controlled contracts in there. And especially if the Celtics are going to be looking to, you know, trade Brogdon maybe, or if Grant walks like, having other options come up the pipeline, developing this new young talent. Like you kind of need to always be developing young talent in the NBA, as you see with, you know, the better teams in the league. Um, you look at the box, they develop their young talent. You look at, you know, the nuggets, they develop their talent. You need to always have guys coming up in the pipeline. So have you, how much do you know about the draft, et cetera, et cetera? I, I'm not an expert. I'm Nothing. far from it. Okay. <clears throat> so I am pulling a lot from Kevin O'Connor's draft guide. It's my favorite okay. draft guide. I, I really like it. I think it's very in-depth. And I've come up with five potential targets the Celtics could go for with the 35th pick uh, in this year's draft. And so I'm going to... I think this is a tradition now. <clears throat> yeah. Where fun. I don't know anything and I just make a judgment off their name. <laughs> um, yeah. And I mean, in my defense, I've been pretty good at picking guys I think could be good. I, I will always go back to Austin Reeves. I will forever and always go back to Austin Reeves. Um, The first one, Julian Strother, a six foot six wing out of Gonzaga. He just wrapped up his junior season. Uh, Kevin O'Connor lists his best traits as catch and shoot threat on ball defense, off ball defense shades of Bojan Bogdanovic. There we go. 
Uh, 15 points at Gonzaga, 40.8% from behind the three-point line, 6.2 rebounds. He is 21, 6'9", wingspan at 6'6". Uh, talks about improved his improved as a shooter every year, uh, competitive defender who plays hard. His only minus, despite his activity as a defender, doesn't generate many steals or blocks, which is usually an indicator of a great defender. He's like a good all-around wing guy. I'm intrigued. Phil's a need. It's a wing. They need wing depth. They need defense and uh, obviously three-point shooting because they love that more than anything. Uh, so, yeah, I'm in on this guy. What does he look like? Does he look like Laurie Markkinen? That's what I picture him looking like. No, no. He is uh, – here, should, should I scre- share a screen for this? Yeah, share a screen. Uh, he is – here, actually, I'll just share an image of him that I, I pull from uh, Kevin O'Connor's mock draft here. This is this is Julian Strother for you. <clears throat> I just pulled it up on a new tab. There's Julian Strother okay. out of Gonzaga. There we go. We'll, we'll do a little show and tell. Sounds like a like a what do they call that? The like Finland, Sweden, Norway. Oh, Nordic. Yeah, a Nordic, Nordic type name. Stra- Julian Strother. I hear it. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Next one. Jordan Walsh, out of Arkansas. I have this because I think Jay King or Jared the Weiss, the athletic. Yes, he's the guy with alopecia. Okay. He has no, no eyebrows. No eyebrows. No hair. Um. Kevin O'Connor, he is a six foot six wing once again, seven two wingspan, which is kind of not. See, we like that. Uh, yep. Kevin O'Connor called him a supercharged Jay Crowder, which sounds pretty good. Two way player it, who fine. sets a contagious tone with intense defense and a selfless offense. Not a very good shooter, which is the issue. Not good. His, his make or break skills is shooting. He has good form, but below average percentage from the line and from behind the arc going back to high school. <clears throat> Unless he starts hitting shots with greater regularity, he'll cap out as a solid contributor, but not much more. He's basically a very athletic. Uh, Kevin O'Connor has got that dog in him as one of his skills. Hard, hard you know, hard playing guy. Positional so versatility for, for the game. Yeah. He's a hustle defender, and he's only he was only a freshman, so he's still super young. So maybe you can imagine like right. a twenty year old kid comes on the Celtics and he just starts yelling at everybody, <laughs> and he's like berating Tatum and Brown, telling them to like be adults. Here is Julie, or excuse me, Jordan Walsh for you. Yes, he he I have seen posted in Celtics uh, <clears throat> potential projections, whatever. Yes, there you go. All right, third one I have. GG Jackson, South Carolina. He actually went to the Celtics in ESPN's latest mock. This is Gregory Jackson, yes. Gregory Jackson, South Carolina. I am aware of Gregory Jackson. Okay. Well, there we go. Did he win SEC um, Player of the Year? Yeah. Or freshman? Asking, he made one of the teams. You're asking uh, me too many questions now. I can look it up for you right now. Turn table. SEC all freshman. He was an all freshman. Um yes. he is still only 18 years old. Uh, 18 and a half. He is six foot eight with a six eleven wingspan. He is a forward, <clears throat> average 15 points and six rebounds out South Carolina. Can't shoot um, for shit. No, not a great shooter. No. Um, <laughs> Kevin O'Connor lists him as a nimble Marcus Morris, uh, another Celtic, elastic forward who can create shots for himself, catch and shoot threat. Actually, Kevin O'Connor lists him as uh, interior scoring, ball handling, and hustle. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> Good spot up what, shooter. Thirty two percent from three. Yeah, this is what he's saying though. Kevin O'Connor, good spot up shooter though. He's making only thirty five point. <laughs> excuse me, thirty four point five is spot up threes this season. Although he's Not currently an inefficient shooter off the dribble, he sure looks the part with the fluid crossovers that allow him to create tons of space. Comfortably gets into a shot with a soft touch near basket. Um, his free throw percentage has never been all that good, dating back to high school, which raised concerns about his shooting upside. So that's also a thing. Um, but he's just a very intriguing prospect. Like if the Celtics were to go the route of, okay, let's develop this player to potentially give us minutes. He, he seems cool. And I've seen a lot of people intrigued at him for the Celtics. Well, Tatum couldn't shoot when he was in college. 
True. He was also not true. a good three-point shooter. Uh, as far as development goes, I don't really feel like the Celtics are at a development type stage. I, I don't think you're going to develop much if you come to the Celtics. You're going to do a lot of watching, which maybe yeah. maybe you learn that way. Well, the G League. Send him in Maine, right? Then get some, Whatever. some run in there. Whatever. Um, but, all right. Seriously, you're better off if you're the Celtics drafting the first guy we've talked about. He's older. He's a junior. Other. He can shoot mm-hmm. the three. He can defend. Yeah. Like, to me, that's okay. my favorite so far. He sounds Ooh. like a fit. Sam sounds getting like draft fancy. We're getting draft fancy really here, Sam. <laughs> and we can do a pre- We'll probably do something with the draft next week. Uh, yeah, we'll do some stuff. <clears throat> All right. But, yeah, sure. Like, whatever. I, I favor <laughs> older guys right now because that's what the Celtics mm-hmm. need. More developed sure. uh, physically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next one we have. Tristan Vucevic, Vukcevic, V-U-K-C-Cevic, uh, out of KKK Partisan, Serbia. <clears throat> Serb, maybe we get a Jokic here. Maybe we get a Jokic. Um, he's listed as a Kelly Olenek with sprinkles of Lori Markkinen. Stretch big with the skill to score from all up the floor and major steal potential if his defense progresses. <clears throat> uh, talented big man shooter who can hit threes on the move and even during step backs. Fluid ball handler, good at the rim finisher. Um, didn't fluctuate on defense, even though we saw limited time on the floor uh, in the Euro League, which is typical. Defense is not a strength, but his effort puts him at a good starting point. <clears throat> not the end of the world. Minuses, uh, tightening his handle. He needs to. Lacks an offhand as a score. Requires Sounds some work like on another defense. guy. <clears throat> yeah. Hey. Uh, not quick enough to stick in front of speedy players. Struggles to get low in a stance. It, it's not ideal. He is six. Sounds like he's a terrible fit. Six and it's just cool that he's from Serbia. I, I think he could be an okay fit as a potential stretch big if you can get him to develop. He's got good height, 6'11", good wingspan, 7'3". If you get him to develop on the defensive end a little bit, I think he could be intriguing. He's 20, so he's not super, super young. He's like in the middle. I, I just thought he was interesting. He's in the range. He sounds like right. he sucks compared to the rest. All right. Well, Sam's not going to like him all. Um, last one. Adama Sonogo out of Yukon. He's a junior, so he's on the older he's side. The big 21 man. years old. He's the yep. guy that they were calling Sonoko. I'm aware of him. Nationally, he's a winner. He is. However, good he's start. Only, only six foot seven as a big, so he's a bit undersized. Well, so is Grant. Be concerning. This is also Grant's true. Short. However, kind of crazy. Six foot seven, seven three wingspan. So he's, he's very, that's a really very large. Thing. I mean, wingspan. Rob's only six eight. Yeah. So he's got potential. 21, 258. Interior score, positional versatility, hustle, shades of Kevon Looney and a thick Serge Ibaka, <coughs> says uh, Kevin O'Connor. Championship winning starting center who stepped up in big moments in all phases of the game. <coughs> Elite efficiency from the basket on two-point attempts. Effective post player. Blossoming shooting potential, which is intriguing. Primarily an interior player at UConn, but he improved as a free throw shooter uh, in each of his three seasons, 58 to 69 to 77%. <coughs> That's a very, very big eyes emoji. Need that. Also made 19 of 52 three-point attempts, which is 36.5% as junior. If his shooting progress continues, that'll be huge. Uh, Draft combine displayed uh, interior feeds and quick slip passes. Finish it. Uh, displays flashes of mobility on defense. While he may not be a full time switch defender, he can at least hedge on the perimeter and defend up to the touch and then recover. <clears throat> Brick wall of an on ball defender. Opponents can't power through him. Uh, the minuses are a large percentage of his turnovers came from doubles in the post. Maybe you need to improve on the handle. Well, he won't and then be a getting lot- doubled. <laughs> also true. And then. Which he does say, though he won't be in a position at that often at the next level, says O'Connor. Yeah. And then lack of explosive verticality puts a cap on his rim protection Not as a drop good. defender. He would probably be best off roaming against non-shooters, which I think is the most intriguing thing because that's sort of kind of a backup Rob. It's not perfect, but I, I think he's one of my more 
like intriguing pits uh, picks, at least for the Celtics, especially with how much shooting they already have on the roster with like Horford can shoot. Hauser can shoot grant. If they bring him back, right? Like he's a nice four slash five, in my opinion, who can defend well. I, I he's intriguing to me. Yeah. He, again, he's a winner. Uh, he's strong. He can defend. And when you're drafting big guys, that always feels like it's a project. I feel like there's not a lot of big guys that just come right in. I mean, watch one Binyama, obviously. But especially not a lot really, of role player big guys, right? It's a lot yeah, of stars. It doesn't like, feel like there's a lot that just come in and play with outside mean, of obviously Walker Kessler. was hurt. Walker Kessler's the only one. Yeah, that's a good yeah. example. But sorry. I mean Embiid was hurt when he got drafted, but it took him forever to be good because he couldn't stay on the court. Jokic. Jokic really didn't break out until what, 17, 18, that mm-hmm. range. He was in the same draft as Embiid. Yeah. Who else is Aiton? He's like kind of not been what they hoped. Mm-hmm. He's been fine, but he hasn't been anything special. You're right. All right, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite in that group? I still like the first because I'm not sure if the Celtics are going to find a way to bring in wing depth in any other way. And I think that is their biggest need. I think he gives you some options. At the I like Sonogo, obviously, because uh, they won. That's big for yeah. me. Love that they won. <laughs> but it's not like the worst thing to bring in either because you kind of need a third big guy too. And if you're lucky, he can yeah, do that. He probably options. won't. But mm. you do get a little bit more of an option. You have two good big guys for him to learn from. And if you bring back Grant Williams, you can also have somebody that kind of is like, this is how you play as a six 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 seven guy as a big. Yeah, and, and if he's I learning mean- how to shoot, then he could be effective. Also true, and if you, I mean, you want to talk winners. Strother was on the Gonzaga team that went to the finals like last season, so he, they got he's been killed far. by UConn. And that Dude, rat, Timmy. Oh, this year Gonzaga lost Utah. Timmy's such a year? rat. Yeah, I didn't know Gonzaga lost to Utah this year. I was talking about two years ago. You know, Timmy's only right. like twenty-two. I thought Timmy was like 25, 26. Like it feels like he's been at Gonzaga forever. He is twenty-two. I mean, it does make sense that a college student is twenty-two. Yeah, but with COVID, <laughs> they got like a million extra years. He turns 23 in September, though, so he, he definitely is. He's done, right? This was his fourth season. I don't know. Can he do another one? No, but I think he said he's not coming back. I think he said he's in a transfer. Really? Yeah. That'd be kind of crazy. Who knows? Will not return for fifth year with the... Yeah. I've done my four years. I'm a senior. I'm moving on. <clears throat> okay. Okay, Weird. yeah. I don't think he's transferring though. I think he's just leaving. Even I think weirder. he's just done. Graduate. Why? I would play if they would let me play. He's not playing the NBA. Hmm. I don't if you have a chance Maybe. to play competitive basketball, I think you take it. Maybe. Unless Maybe. like I, he's I, just done with school. Yeah, I think that's what he's doing. I think he's oh, graduating. Okay. It's a little... <clears throat> yeah, no, no, no. I think he's just dipping. Um all right. I think that wraps up our draft portion i think that wraps up our celtics portion of the episode so we can move on to we the nba leftover stuff but it, none of it's really important mm, yes uh whatever so should we just move on to the nba in that case yeah we had some fun NBA stuff today all right let, let's start with bradley beal we'll, we'll circle back we talked about bradley beal at the start of the get episode ready to talk about bradley the, beal, uh, yes sir in the realm of the celtics however there are some other teams interested one of which being the miami heat but the other team Shocker. listed by shams is milwaukee bucks as a potential suitor so middle bradley beal uh, which is that's what uh, it has yes. to be, right? Him or 
Drew Holiday, but I would assume it would be Middleton. Um, I wouldn't give up Drew if I'm the Bucks. I do understand it a little bit, though, from the perspective of their offense kind of really wasn't there. <clears throat> like, their defense was signed, so maybe bringing in a more offensive-minded player um, could make sense. And if you do a, a Chris Middleton trade, like, <clears throat> would you call up Portland and say, hey, do you guys want to do a three-team deal? You guys can have Middleton. I don't think they'd give up the, thir- the third pick, but, like, <clears throat> if you're in Portland, do you do – Anthony Simons and something for Middleton and then trade the third pick in a deal for another player. Do you know, you know what I'm saying? The, though? the last team I was like, Hey, some other team wants one of those top picks. It's a uh, Washington. It's who it was. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So Washington's to be like, no, we'll take the pick. Thank you. You can keep Middleton well, with his old even if you do, new contract. Even if you want to do the opposite, like <clears throat> three team trade. And this is just spitballing. Like bucks get Beal. Blazers get Middleton, Washington gets three, and then the Blazers can just use Simons and Nurkic in another trade for like a whatever. Like, would the Raptors do like Ananobi and Boucher for Simons? You know what I'm saying? Like, you could get another decent defender in a deal like that. Um, but I think that would only happen if Portland couldn't find another trade that they like for the third pick. But regardless, intriguing to see the Bucks list. <laughs> Nobody's me, talking about player. Orlando as a Beal suitor. Yeah. If they're uh were they listed anywhere? No. But if they're okay. Lillard suitors, they must be somewhat like watching people. Are they Lillard suitors? They might be. They I guess we've I only know. just talked about him like just being a yeah, I don't. If they want him, they can get him. I think you just like Orlando as a team that could make a trade. I think they they're kind of primed to, yeah. I, I feel like they are. Paulo's kind of mm-hmm. good. They had a good season last year. Why not build on it? You have a million guards. You don't think it'd be rushing it? There's rushing it, but then there's like, like if you're not hindering yourself, like if you're actually bringing somebody that you think is impactful, it's fine. If I'm then, I'm waiting for the perfect trade, and I don't think either of the guys it's fair. this summer are the perfect trade. That's it's my fair favorite. too. But back to the Beal thing. Yeah, Miami. Yeah. Interested in everybody. Obvious. Yeah, duh. But Miami, I've said a million times, they just have heroes sitting there. They got sick of him dressing like a moron, so they told him he could suit up for game five, and then Spo didn't play him. But they are interested in bringing in a star per Wendy, whether it's Lillard or it's Beal or it's somebody else. They're going to be in on it. Whether they actually land them is a mystery, according to Wendy. But they do have the interest. They have a pile of different things, including Hero. They have big, fat contracts or big, fat guys like Lowry that they can include to match salary. And they have the 18th pick. And I don't know if they have a lot of future picks. But they pay a lot of guys a good amount of money where they can match trades. So it's there for the taking. If they really, really want one of these guys, which it makes sense that they would, they just made the finals, just lost. Bringing in somebody like Lillard could give you a little bit of a boost, get you over the hump. I don't know if Beal's that same guy. Well, I I think Beal is obviously not as good as Lillard, but I do think if there was a perfect place for Beal, it would probably be Miami. Like if you talk about the infrastructure, I just wrote a – an article for fan sided that hasn't come out yet called like five Tyler hero trades. And Beal was obviously on there. Like he's an upgrade from hero, obviously. Yeah. Um, was a bomb. If there's a place he can go where he doesn't have to worry about not being a great defender, it is Miami because of the, the team they've built and the, the infrastructure and the ecosystem they would have around him. <clears throat> and nobody there is going to fight him for touches, right? Jimmy Butler doesn't need to be a regular season scorer. He doesn't care. Bam Adebayo is not in, uh, a primary shot creator or a primary scorer, right? They would have, like, if there is a need, the Heat need, it, it's a, a number one scoring option in the regular season. 
And Beal, that's exactly what Beal is, right? It, it, that's why I think Miami is the perfect place for the Damian Lillard, for the Zach Levine, for the Bradley Beal. You know what I'm saying? Like the guys who aren't great defenders, <clears throat> who need a great team around them in order to be the best scorer on a team that's the team <laughs> right there. You know what I'm saying? Like they're in the, prime, I think it is funny that like position. Levine is definitely available, but nobody cares. I don't think he is available. I think the bulls want to bring him back, but like Arturis, him out there only because I think they should only because I think they should rebuild our yeah, like He, he kind of sucks enough that like nobody really wants him. I don't like, think, I think, I think if they were like Levine's available. available, nobody would get that excited. Oh, I think they would. I think they're, I think you'd see the same people asking Idiots. for people asking for lean. I think Levine is better than Beal. If you're a Celtics fan, you ask for Levine, tweet at me so I can block you. Levine's better than Beal. That's the equivalent of can we get a ban in the chat? Do you disagree? Trades. Do you think Beal's better than Levine? In, ter- yeah. in terms of a trade asset, I'm, yeah, I'm taking I, I Levine 10 bad. times out of 10. Beal? Yeah. Why? He's like actually made it past the first round of the playoffs. It's That's unfair. He had a better team. What's unfair about it? <clears throat> He's had a better team. He made it one round further because he had a better team. Around. He's made the playoffs more times than Levine. I, I think you can make an argument that Beal is a better player than Zach Levine. I don't think you can make an argument that he's a better trade asset only because of how young they are. Levine's what? His youth years, makes a difference, but I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think Levine's a winning player, and Beal might not be either. But Regardless. I think you've seen Beal actually contribute to a team that's somewhat competitive. Like, that Washington team in 2017, people thought would be Well, yes, because they, they, they had a did. top 15 player in the league. <laughs> of course they were competitive. But he still Wall- contributed to that team as the second punch. If Zach Levine had a top 15 player on his team, they'd be in the playoffs too. I'm sorry. I don't know. We'll see. They'd be I, in the playoffs. I, I, Are I they beating teams? Are they a favorite to go to the conference finals? No. I I disagree with this discourse. This is also five years ago you're talking about. Six years ago. Like, I don't know. Regardless, I, I think Miami has a good team around a primary score that's not necessarily a great defender. They have a great coach. They have all the assets in the world. <clears throat> Excuse me. It makes sense for them to go star hunting, especially when it feels like they are an all-star away from probably being a title favorite, a top five title favorite. Like they're a great team. Um, and then the Bucks again, maybe for the purpose of getting more offense in there, it makes sense, right? Bucks are weird to me. What I hope it's not the Bucks. Milwaukee does have the pieces to do it. If they want, they can give up Middleton. They can they find no picks, some guys though. that are, Young prospects to they throw no in, like Bo Champ. They've got some if, guys they could scrape up off the bench. They don't have picks. That's very true. If I'm Washington, I'm not even looking at a Bucks trade. I, it's just not good enough. I don't think. Depends. In comparison, guys, I guess. In comparison, if the other option is Tyler Hero, it's not even close, right? It's true. In my opinion, I mean, no, the only true. other thing is, if you're. If you're Portland, do you say like, "Hey, we'll take Bradley Beal"? <laughs> no. Well, well, the only way you're getting, well, no, no, no. Never mind, never mind. For whatever reason, I thought in that situation you're giving Lillard, like you're just swapping. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Really? It's not gonna be the best. It's gonna be I think fine. That, I think they don't that's play just, defense. I think you'd just be recreating a Dame CJ pairing at that point. It's fine. They made the conference finals. I guess Damon CJ has some quality teams. They just you know, ran into the Warriors. You know who? If I'm Washington, I'm calling up Portland. Obviously, I'm calling up Houston. Yeah. Houston number four. If you get Harden, you want to you want a terrible defensive backcourt. There you go. Um, Orlando, sure. Um, Dallas. I want number ten. I want the tenth pick in the draft. 
Like that's probably like if you Imagine if you just are Kyrie Beal and Luca watching teams go oh, score. Ter- terrible fit. Terrible fit. Yeah. But if you're if you're Washington, would you rather like Tim Hardaway Jr. the tenth pick, Josh Green slash and or Jaden Hardy and salary filler, or would you rather Tyler Hero pick eighteen and other stuff? Probably Tyler Hero still, but like you can jump up pretty a, a lot higher in the draft at least. Probably Hero. <clears throat> Interesting, but then you can get the tenth pick. It just depends what you think of the draft, which I am not educated to speak on. What do you think about Brooklyn for Beal? I mean, Mm -hmm. they're in on Lillard. It does make sense. They don't really have their own picks coming up. Yep, because the Harden thing. They have a decent decent infrastructure. They could put a good defensive team around Beal. They have bridges. They have bridges. They they do have some flexibility to make cap moves too. Yep, they have they have Simmons' big old contract. Yeah, Simmons. That uh, well, as much as you laugh, nobody loves the game like Ben Simmons. You could do Ben Simmons picks twenty one and twenty two in the draft, and then the Suns pick like a a future Suns pick. Like it's not terrible. That's not terrible. Still, probably rather have Hero. Hero might be just be the best flat out. I think at this point, Simmons is just a negative asset. Maybe. I don't think you're getting Beal for him. I do think you can get Simmons if you're like a team that wants to take a flyer and you have like, or you want to take picks off Brooklyn, like to do it as like a cap relief thing. Okay. that That's it. You know, he's a negative asset. He's not even playing. I know, but like, could you get cool shirtless photos? And that was it. Could you get more first round picks anywhere else though? Like you could get two top 20, like 21 and 22 in this year's draft. Plus a future Suns first. Plus Cam Thomas. I don't think Orlando. I don't think Orlando would be interested in giving you that many assets. You could. Real, though. I. I don't think realistically you could. I don't think Orlando would offer Houston. That. Maybe. It depends on if they get Harden. I don't know. I think Miami might just unfortunately have the best package. Philly. Which like no, they Harry. came out and said no. Really? They said they like Maxi. Yeah. Would you? I mean, I saw a trade on Bleach Report that Probably said Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris in a first. <laughs> just like, like, like damn, <laughs> his value yeah. that yeah. low. Um, it does get them off the salary bank, like, like snap though. So, I mean, maybe no, I don't know more than that. Well, speaking of guys that aren't going to play, is Zion? Yes, sir. Good transition. The Pelicans uh, are kind of fed up with him. Yeah, Mark Stein uh, of the Stein Line, longtime NBA insider, reporting. I heard this week from one well-placed observer who was convinced that the Pelicans would indeed consider dealing Williamson away if it meant they could draft Scoot Henderson, pointing to a rising level of exasperation within the organization regarding Williamson's ongoing availability issues and overall approach. Is Zion Gonzo, Sam? You've been saying it. I'll give you the credit. You've been saying it. uh, What did they say? Well-placed spectator is just a girl from Twitter. (laughs) That's who it is. I think if I'm... I think if both sides want to do that trade, it makes sense. Which one? Beale, Charlotte like, is kind of in Charlotte? not Beale. Charlotte. Okay. Uh, Charlotte. I it may be Portland too. Both one. If you're Portland, it really makes sense because you're actually getting something that's somewhat young too on top of yeah. like yeah. help for it's risky though. I'd rather Ingram <laughs> if I'm Portland. Hey, is that crazy? I'd rather Ingram if I'm Portland, but Zion if I'm no. Charlotte. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, I think Zion is the biggest uh, like reward possibility but he also doesn't play and is kind of fat yeah so pairing him with Lamelo would give you some super cool highlights i saw somebody tweet like a quote tweet of like somebody saying that 
And they were like, yeah, for 14 games. Like, it would be a crazy 14 games. And then <laughs> neither one of them are playing. Neither one of them can stay healthy. <laughs> well, who is this? But if Who's you're the Hornets, you have to think about that. Yeah. How he's extended. So you have what? Four or five years of Zion with LaMelo. Mm-hmm. You are never going to get stars to come play for your team if you're Charlotte. This is the only way you can do it. You're guaranteed to get somebody that's proven when healthy that they can play. Why not? If you're Charlotte, if you're another team, maybe not. Like if you're Portland, maybe not. Maybe Ingram's a better fit. It makes sense. I can see it. If I'm Portland, I'm in on Ingram. If I'm Charlotte, I'm in on Zion. If, if you're Charlotte, sense. you have like no hope. Like this is it. Yeah. And and Zion doesn't make the max. I don't think he makes the max. He technically. Shouldn't. Yeah, kind which of is, I mean, my, my point is it's just co- sort of like another not as bad, you know, not as risky, I guess. He, he's still going to make 44 mil by the end of it. But by the time 2027, 28 rolls around, 44 million is going to be like, I mean, not much, right? Yeah. So if I'm Charlotte, I'm asking for like Zion for maybe like Zion and a, a decent role player for pick two and like Nick Richards and Gordon Hayward. Right. And if I'm Portland and it's Zion, I'd say we'll do Zion for number three in Simons and Nurkic. And then you also give us back Larry Nance. Right. Like <clears throat> I would rather Ingram from Portland though, but I, I mean, interesting at the very least that like as much as it makes sense, it would be crazy to see Zion get traded like that. <laughs> that'd be nuts. Right. It would like, be just really funny, about, but then it wouldn't be funny. Cause you realize that's what he wants. <laughs> true i mean but it would be funny if it was charlotte because you know he doesn't want that either so i was gonna say uh, Port- yeah. i mean Port- is portland much better <laughs> right? like, maybe not but send him the, at least the there. i guess send him, i mean lamello's there too let's not scoff at lamello lamello's another one like he I think seems Z- good but we don't know yet zion and lamello would make the mm. it would make Never really mind. cool highlights for 14 games like <laughs> it would make said. really cool highlights yeah uh all right uh next thing we have is I'm losing it. Hornets. We still haven't gotten the big announcement. What's the what in my from Adam Silver? Oh yeah, Silver came out right before the final started and was like, "Hey, Jaw's gonna get like the max just for punishment, <laughs> not a contract." But he doesn't. And then wanna... he has not announced what's going on with Jaw yet. Since then, I believe Jaw has come out and tried to say his gun is a toy. <laughs> he has. He has yes. reportedly denied help from Little Wayne. Crazy via Skip Bayless. Why? Yikes. <laughs> Skip Bayless is trying to hook him up. Um, but Silver, just making us all wait. Maybe he wants to wait till the draft's over. He doesn't want to take the, the spotlight off these wonderful young men. They're going to come in the league and have their dreams come true. I don't know. I don't know I don't what know. Silver's game is. Other than how long do you think? Get ready to learn Chinese. How long do you think the suspension is? Too long. Really? Yeah. Whatever it's going to be is probably too long. I don't think the bigger issue is that it happened. I think the bigger issue is that it happened twice after the NBA. It's more of a disobedience thing. Yeah, it will. It's like, okay, like, we hey, don't you... do this one thing again. He's like, <laughs> I'm going to do it again. It's the SpongeBob. Do you want to see me do it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like the NBA said, okay, we'll suspend you for eight games. You go to rehab. You go to this facility. You only go to went rehab there for... for two days. Yeah, you went there for two days. And then within a month, he was just like, oh, here you go again. Like, well, th- this is also yeah. like kind of on the NBA because they didn't issue a serious punishment the first time. So now they're yeah. left with a 
not only has he done it again, but you very clearly like didn't take it seriously the first time, which is whatever. Like if you don't want to take it serious, don't take it serious. But now they feel this obligation to come really heavy because it looks bad on them. Like I just brought it up that they didn't really do a whole lot. Like they set him to rehab for two days or whatever. Like he barely had to do anything, which is whatever. Like, I don't really know how much he should be punished. He didn't really do anything. He just was like, look at my super cool gun. That might be a toy. I don't know. It's definitely apparently it is illegal to have in the car where he showed it off. I don't know all the gun rules. It's different. Loser loser moved by silver to go. We're going to do something, but we're not doing it till later. And then you didn't do it later. Like, that's just a loser move. I'm sorry. Like, what are we doing here, Adam? Come on. Maybe they're hoping like jaw. You know, jaw is like really hoping somebody messes up. bad. (laughs) You know, Jaw's sitting there. He's like, if there was ever a time for somebody in this league to murder somebody, it's now. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god! No, I mean, what Jaws really open for? Jaws really open the Zion thing. Like, kick finds another gear. He's really hoping the Zion saga like keeps. Yeah, Zion actually <laughs> cheated with two people. Like, yeah, yeah one yeah. girl has been reading the other girl's <laughs> tweets for five days, and she's just steaming, trying to think yeah. of the perfect way to get him back, and she's gonna drop it. Yep, yep. And then Jaw might get off the hook. Yeah, Jaws hoping for more breaking news. Um, the last NBA thing I think we have. Uh, oh, we have a couple more things. Um. <clears throat> The Hornets won a lot for the second pick. That's not enough. I mean, good duh. for them. But the Heat. They have to. Yes, exactly. But the Heat are potentially interested in Kyrie Irving. I guess yeah, they're back. News, I guess his news is that. I don't know. What, what do you think of that? I think Shams was the one that came out and said before the deadline, they went after Kyrie. Didn't get him. And now they want to give it another go. Said it on yeah. FanDuel TV yesterday. Yeah. And I wrote about it and nobody cared. <laughs> if I'm the Heat, I'd rather, I'd rather Dame or Beal. Is that crazy? No. Imagine Kyrie versus like Jimmy. Like Jimmy's like, no, I think you should show up to play basketball, and Kyrie's like, no. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. No, but like, I guess it would make sense. It'd have to be a sign and trade, obviously. And at that point, like, what are we, what are we doing though? Are we doing like Hero. Lowry and Lowry and Struess? Right, Lowry's er, an er, asset now. Is he? Yes, I guess. Yeah, he sucked Hero, this year, and he's not going to get any better. Hero and Struess and a Struess sign and trade. Like I, I don't, Struce I just don't know how they get that Dallas. done. It is, but I, again, I'd rather you just add him to all these guys that can kind of shoot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't really have any more insight on the Heat, Kyrie. It's sort of like a duh to me. Like they're going to be in on every star. Yeah, they. They might have tried to get him before, didn't get him. They say uh, Lowry. Riley fell asleep, and that's why a deal didn't get done. Oh, really? I didn't see that part. Do you that's remember funny. that? Uh, I Apparently, he was sleeping, and they were trying to get in touch with him, and he didn't wake up. Good. Good for him. <laughs> I mean, speaking of the heat being interested, apparently, I saw something. I don't know where it was. Um, oh, never mind. They deleted it. There was a, a spam Wendy? thing. No, there was a spam saying the uh, the heat or it shouldn't Horford. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it was fake. A very reliable source. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, reliable. Indeed. The last uh, the last NBA news we have today, I believe, um, Warriors are willing to trade Jonathan Kuminga. Yes, which, another one that's sort of, in my opinion, at least, like. Duh. Yeah, Duh. Like they should. All right, get him out of there. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, he complained about minutes and then. He said he might request a trade, and now they might trade him. 
to move up in the draft, though, which is really funny. That's the weird part. Yeah, it's funny because they drafted all these guys, and then they if they trade Kuminga, that's two top ten picks that they've traded away after yeah. having high draft picks. Like, what do you expect to change this time? Who are you going to pick? Agree. It doesn't make sense. The Murray, the Murray twin, he's not that high of a draft pick. They can probably get him at 19. Yeah, I do like Chris Murray, though. I think he'll be cool. I do, too. I mean, actually, low-key, if the Celtics were to trade Pritchard in 35, I think that'd be a prime, like, go get this guy. You know what I'm saying? I think that'd be a good target for them. Well, not only that, but then you can probably have Keegan Murray come play some games. Yeah, they're twins. True, like pulling Martin. Like, actually, if you're Keegan Murray and Chris Murray and one of you is on the Celtics, Chris Murray, you're like, hey, if I go play for the Kings, I can probably get more reps and become a better player. And if I go play for the Celtics as Chris Murray. Oh, my gosh. What's the other one's name? Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray. (laughs) You just said it two seconds ago. Yeah, well, I forgot. Short-term memory (laughs) shit. Um. You're like, yeah, I can play some high-level basketball and contribute to a winning team. Not that the Kings weren't a winning team this year, but who knows? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, I think that about wraps up the NBA stuff we had. We can move on to the rat list now. Um, you want to kick it off or shall I? I'm ready. All right, kick us Get off. Get the rat up here. Oh, Matt. I need Matt the rat. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sniffling. Get him up here. Place. Let's do it. There he is. Uh, rat. With an S in parentheses. The Spurs slash Wembenyama. Rats. Mm, Wembenyama yeah. may, or, or not may, it sounds like they don't plan on him playing in the summer league. Yep. Do they realize how little all of us have in July? <laughs> like, we really don't have a lot going on. This is like the most exciting prospect that has been out there. Since Zion, yeah. probably like they say he's the best since LeBron, but people were this hyped for Zion too. Like you yeah. remember when Zion played in the summer league, he was doing like windmills and stuff. The only Vegas one place game. was sold out. My, the only thing, the main thing I remember from Zion in the summer league, he just ripped the ball from Kevin Knox, the most disrespectful play I've ever yeah. seen. He only played one game, that. one game, but it was amazing. Just do that. We'll all respect you. I yeah. think Ben Simmons didn't play in the summer league. Look where it that got him. Out exactly he sucks now and he hates basketball is this a telltale that Wemby hates basketball maybe very it might be he might actually hate basketball and (laughs) is kind of forced to do it because he's seven foot four speaking of that i'm gonna start with an anti-rat list just because i saw it pop up this is a quote uh malika andrews or nicole Jokic spoke to nba today quote basketball is not the main thing in my life it's something that i'm good at (laughs) dude doesn't care (laughs) he's just oh i thought you're gonna say the one where he was like you all doubted the fat boy. Don't ever doubt the fat boy. Did he say that? You didn't see that? Yeah, he said no, that. Oh, that's amazing. I he love said him. I love Jokic. Um, but getting back to my rat list, my dog is on the rat list today. Mm. I have terrible allergies. I, I lean down here uh, every few minutes to, to wipe my nose, and it looks like I'm doing illegal substances. Um, but in reality, I think I'm allergic <laughs> to dogs. I think I'm allergic to something. Um, I go to let my dogs out today. And I let them out. I let them back in. One of my dogs wants to come in. The other one wants to lay out there. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll go sit outside for a few minutes. It's nice. And I go sit with my dog. I come back in and I'm like, where? I, and where's my other dog? Like, wh- where is she? And I thought I closed the door to my room, but I didn't. And so I come back in my room and she's just laying on my pillow at, on top of my bed. Just, just right on. I'm like, well, this is why I can't breathe. This is, this is horrendous. What are we like? Why? What are we doing here? Um, also, Ratless, I'll go back to back here. Sorry. I played golf my first 18 of the season okay. uh, the other day. 
I shot a 102, which is not very good, but it's fine for me. Usually don't want triple digits. That's the goal. 102. Yeah. The, I, I I think for the longest time I was in the 120s. So we're we're progressing here. Come on. Okay. Um, and the guys behind us were just up our ass the whole day. Like we heard them talking to them, like, oh, these guys wait so long, and we're like, we're waiting because there's other people in front of us. Like, what 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 would you like us to do? Have I showed you the curb where that's no. an issue? Yes, yes, it, you have actually. Yes, where where he tells him to play through, and then he has a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He, so Larry, Larry gets mad at Norm, who's a prick. And they like argue back and forth because Norm's playing slow. And then Norm dies and everyone says Larry killed Norm. You did show me that. Um, however, I will say uh, I'm going to anti-ratless myself here just because I have no other space to talk about it. And it's cool. I dunked the ball the other day. I, I, I like chipped in from behind and just went right in the cup. <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant like no, like no, an no, actual dunk. Of course, of course, I dunked it in golf. So like you didn't I, dunk your ankle no, hurts. Sorry, I was behind the green and I chipped it up and it just went right in the hole, straight in. It was crazy. <laughs> I didn't even see it because I was like on, on a hill and I just hear it clank. And the guys we were playing with were like, "What? <laughs> what? Happened? It was best shot I've hit in my life." It was unfortunate okay. though because I, it was because I lost a ball that I was chipping, so it was for a five. Oh. Which was, tough bittersweet <laughs> but anyways sorry uh, go ahead your turn second rat list uh so my company is having these meetings all week which have been fine like they're they're fine you just just hang out the rat list is not the company it is the chairs at the hotel when i tell you in clip this my ass hurts my ass hurts my ass hurts <laughs> from sitting in the chair my ass hurts i was playing basketball today in my legs were tired because I sat in these chairs. Oh no! What a disaster! These, these chairs have been so bad, and everybody's complaining about it. It was freezing in there today. The meetings were fine. There was some. Why is it at a hotel? Because it's like a big, like they had people fly in uh, from like all over. Why to talk, to talk <laughs> about like products they're making? Oh, oh okay, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> the hotel thing is odd. Uh, the my what other what the rat list? I think I had something. But I can't remember what it was. Um, I'm trying to think of my. Day I'll do a snake for the past two days. Go ahead, rat yeah, list. Yeah, I forgot. This is like a collective rat list, and if you happen to be an owner of one of these, please fix the issue, make a change in any way you can. Yeah, coffee shops are not open late enough. Mm, yeah. Okay, I'll back it. You you get it. You must get it because you wake up at like four o'clock, <laughs> so you can only go to certain places. Like, yeah, I get up and I go about my day. And then, especially during the playoffs, I was really like, I was going to get a second coffee so I could do the pregame. Then after we do a pod, like I had to have energy for these shows so I can contribute. And you have to like go to Dunkin' every time. Like Dunkin's fine, but it's not as fun as going to a place that has like the flavors roasted into the coffee beans. And you can get like a, a really cool like flavored coffee that's no calories and you don't have like all the syrup and shit in it. It, they all close at like two. It's brutal. Duncan's like three. Like Duncan's not even that late. No, my Duncan's are open till seven thirty eight. Oh, really? That's big time. Yeah. That's nice. That's yeah. big time. We got like three or four um, of them. Brand new yeah, one. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Also, I think I t yeah I did. I talked about Honeydew Anti Rat List. Their donuts are good. Mm -hmm. Better than Duncan's. All right. <clears throat> Potentially the last Rat List. I'm stealing yours because you forgot about it. But it can be a co Rat List. Uh, Miami Heat go on the Rat List again. Uh, yes, Sean Grandy is covered up by the rat. <laughs> yeah, one second. <laughs> we we don't have an alternative background for this. Uh, let me move the rat real quick. <laughs> um, the anti the, 
Miami three-point shooting. In the regular season, the Heat shot 34.4% from three. Every other playoff round, they shot 36.7%. In the conference finals, 43.4%. Like This is the type of stuff that uh, makes you want to put your head in the microwave. Head in the microwave. Yes, sir. Yeah. But uh, that's it. I had to bring that up again. Put on the rat list. (laughs) Brutal. Brutal. Um, I don't think I have anything else. You have any other rat list? Shall we wrap? Uh, yeah, no, I'm really tired. We can get on out of here. I'm sniffling like crazy. Sam's sick. This is this is Sam's flu game in my I whatever you want. I don't even know. I'm who knows. Mind. I might wake up tomorrow and feel better, or Maybe. I'll feel like worse. Uh, well, let's hope for the former. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it as <clears throat> always. Um, I like being sick. By the way, why? <laughs> well, you get it. It gives you an excuse to do nothing. I guess you're yeah. a busy a mental, guy. A mental excuse. Yeah, like you can just lay around, and like watch TV all day. I just started watching Succession. Like I'm getting through the first season. You know, I need fire to catch me up. To just sit around all day. This is true. I need to catch you up. I have to write. I love to write, but when I have like a day where I don't feel pressure to do it, it's it's, it's nice. like because it's you like can, a mental you can excuse. Not write, and then you can like do stuff, but then you're like, I really should be writing. But if you're sick, you yeah. don't have that. You're just like, I it's a mental excuse. Yeah. yeah, it's a mental thing. It's great. I, no, I see what you're saying. You, uh, you got me. You got me. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. How about themselves? We're closing in on 500 subscribers. We're getting there. We're we getting want, there. I, I, My personal hope is I want a thousand by the end of the summer. We'll see what happens there. Yes, that's uh, <laughs> We shall see. Tell your friends. Um, do tell your friends. Uh, leave us a rating. Five stars, Apple and Spotify. Leave us a review. And if you're going to be mean, be mean in the YouTube comments. We appreciate it very much. I'll get some mean people today, Jack. You yeah, talk well, about your sniffles. This is true. We'll see. <laughs> get me out of here. Get me out of here. Thank you very much for listening or watching, regardless if you're nice, mean, whatever in the comments. We do appreciate you being here. Uh, we enjoyed doing the shows. So make sure you leave a like. You subscribe so you don't miss anything. And of course, leave comments. We enjoy that. Hit the notification bell too. Don't want to miss out. Tell your friends. On top of that, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, whatever it may be, make sure you hit the follow button. You'll get all the latest pods right to your feed. You won't miss anything, just like subscribing on the YouTube. You can follow social at How About Them Seas, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook is just the name of the podcast. When we eventually start doing streams again, whether that is this summer, which we will, or 30 minutes before every single game, we are live. We're good for that. You can find them on Facebook. You can find them on the YouTube. You can follow Jack at Jackson NBA on Twitter. And you can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA on Twitter to see me tweet the picture of Adam Silver saying, get ready to do something. I like to change it. That's it for us. Bye. Chick Taco, come on. Taco, Taco.